welcome to is my is this on yes <laughs> i think it's working um welcome to parallel radio we are live from the dalston eastern curve garden and today we're going to be discussing creativity and what that means and whether we are all creative people or some people are more creative than others. So why don't we just go around the table and see who's here. So why don't we start on my right. What, say who you are and say hello to the world. Good afternoon all. Charles Kukuri here, all the way from Dalston. Excellent. Um, hi, I'm Malcolm. I'm here to talk with some lovely other people about creativity. Excellent. Yes. My name is Antonia, and I'm looking forward to this discussion. Hi, I'm Sasha, and it's great to be back in Dalston Curve Garden with everyone. And I'm Donald, and I'm an arts journalist and other stuff, and I live in Hackney, and happy to be here. Excellent. So here we are. It's been a while. We've been on a bit of a hiatus and that is entirely my fault. I've been away being creative, sort of. What have you been doing? <laughs> um, I've been working on lots of uh, radio stuff, actually. I've been going up and down the country recording interviews with people along the potential HS2 line which has been uh, quite interesting so lots of people in Birmingham so the Brummie accent is well and truly ingrained <laughs> and um, can we hear it? oh you don't want me to do that do you? I can't. <laughs> um, so and also I've been uh, on several radio kind of residencies where I've been um, stayed for a week in different places and recorded uh, stories with different communities so I've been on the Wirral, I've been in St Helens, um, which is um, between Liverpool and Wigan, and yeah, and then making lots of radio shows with all of this material. Does um, getting out of London help with your creativity? Help with my creativity. That's a very change of place. Yeah. Um, actually, I think it does. I tell you what does help. It's not necessarily change of place, but it's. Uh, setting restrictions so especially for the residencies and I think that's something quite interesting to talk about later for creators sort of how we get that creative moment is for me I need a brief and I need boundaries to be able to be creative because otherwise it, there's just too much so often so for example um, when I was in the Wirral uh, I set myself a task of spending a week in a shopping centre and I was just going to find some stories in a shopping centre. So I went there every day until something happened. And something invariably always happens, but it's just about creating that boundary because if I hadn't set that boundary, I just don't know where I would have gone with it. So I think, yeah, it's about kind of creating that structure. Structure, I was going to yeah. say structure. And, yeah. and without some limitations, anything is possible. But if anything is possible, then then you're, you can be at sea. Exactly. And I think that's where we get stuck often is that being at sea of like, I don't know what to do because this, so, this, I can do anything, but I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then so often that's where we get kind of that, that, that creative block comes in. So I think that's something that we can discuss in a minute. But um, yeah, yeah. At the shopping center, did you meet lots of, lots of people from all walks of life? Yeah, exactly. So what I did is I just, whoever was, it was um, a very beautiful old shopping centre actually um, called the Cherry Tree Shopping Centre. Um, and it, it's, there were lots and lots of benches and people would just go there. It's in, indoors. So people would just go and sit. And so I would just go and sit next to people oh. and just say... Do you mind if I can... Can I have a conversation with you? What are you doing? What have you been up to? You know, what have you been buying? And then they'd tell me... We'd get into a conversation and they'd tell me about their life. And I really met some very interesting people. I'll give you one anecdote. I met this guy. So he was having a coffee. And there was a little... There's a little coster in the middle of this uh, shopping centre. And he was just having a coffee. And so I sat next to him and I said... Um, can I, you know, I'm having a coffee too. Can we just have a conversation? Do you mind if I record this? And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And he had quite a nice vibe about him. 
and he told me his kind of life story which mm-hmm. is amazing um and it was um he was uh as a teenager he was a professional boxer and he um that was his career he'd gone into uh world championships and really kind of thought that's what he was going to do with his life and then he got a brain tumor and that put an end to it and they gave him six weeks to live and so he thought that's it that's the end of me you know I'm not going to carry on boxing I'm not even going to live but he got better and the brain tumor was actually um happened because of the boxing because he got so many blows to his head and then he got through it and then discovered um holistic healing and meditation and things like that that really kind of helped him get through this so he has now become a kind of holistic healer for people in a in a cancer center and that's his job but in order to get his qualification to to be able to do this professionally um he had to pass a load of exams but he'd never been to at school he never learned to read and write properly so in order to get past these exams he had to learn to read and write and so in the coffee shop where i met him he told me he used to go every morning and this is where he would do his like revision and his learning and his his um, lessons to be able to teach himself how to read and write so the first hurdle to be able to pass these exams that he had to do uh, was to actually learn how to read and write so he turned his whole life around from being a boxer to being a healer and you know this is just a guy that was having a coffee in costa so i think there's a lesson there of like that's i think people are if you just dig a little deeper, there's always some interesting stories. I mean, it does, in fact. I mean, you, you, that's a wonderful story. I mean, it should be, it should be written about, no question. Definitely. It almost does tap into mm-hmm. what we're going to be chatting about, you know, because yeah. it sort of sounds like it's a sort of creative survival. Yeah. The way to survive creatively is actually to make the sort of decisions and to follow through um, what he did. I mean, the only thing I, I think that's even more extraordinary is, is the fact that it didn't, doesn't sound like he had that much help. So, no. Uh, so his creativity was just rather like a, a, a child. So that is a spontaneous, this has to be done feeling. Yeah, um, yeah, actually. On the, on the and floor. also I think there's this need often when you go through that kind of journey that you have to help other people. Yes. yes and I yes. think that often happens when you, you've kind of overcome something yourself, sure. that there's this need to be able to help other people with, I you know, you through what that. What I can see from the gentleman yeah. at the first initial stage, he felt, oh, that was the end of the story, nothing. But it, but after a while, he thought to himself, well, there must be a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, That's why kept he just didn't on. give up. And, and, you know, he was like, I need to change my outlook. Exactly. Because That's if right. I don't change my outlook, then and I give up. Yeah. Only few people can focus on that fashion. Yeah, know? no. It's oh, well, unless you have been guarded by the Holy Spirit, anyway, yeah. that's another thing. Yeah. Because it's not very easy. And then someone else I met was a cousin of the craze. Oh yes, <laughs> in Liverpool. <Wow. laughs> so, the Cray twins, and he, so he was—he um, had the most broad Scouse accent, and I was yeah, like, no name, um, <laughs> <laughs> "I can't give his name away. I can't. I can't. No, he's called Lu- <laughs> He's called Lewis. He's called Lewis. Lewis Cray, in fact. He was what? He was called Lewis Cray. Oh, really? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Do you know him, Mister? Mr. Malcolm, do you know him? He's a diamond, I tell you. Right. <laughs> anyway, he told me about how he ended up in Liverpool. And um, he... he <laughs> we, we have a snorter in the house. <laughs> you're, 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 you're pulling my legs, madam. <laughs> and it's a, I'll tell you another time, but it was a long story about picking up some girls in London who he fell in love with one of them and she took him home to her parents in Liverpool and he, he'd been in Liverpool for the you know since since his twenties, and that's how he got this really broad Scouse accent, which wasn't at all Cockney. Because I was like, "How can you be you know who you say you are if you've got this Liverpudlian accent?" He's like, "Ah, oh, I'll tell you how that happened." So <laughs> it was a, it was a very nice love story actually. Anyway, let's go. Enough of that. Yeah. Let's talk about creativity. Um, does everyone here think they are a creative person? Charles, Definitely, you? of course. Yeah, okay, you say but, of course. All yes, right. what I've really learned over the past few years now is still a mystery to me in a way because um, initially I was at this um, community center 
But I just said, let me just give it a try. This, when this, um, this room, I was doing some drawing, still drawing. And I looked at it. Somebody said to me, oh, wow, it's a good drawing, you know. Are you an artist? I said, not really, but um, my, main, my main focus is composition of songs, writing, and singing, and so on and so forth. And then after the session, I said, let me just give it a try. And I've been attending some certain sessions, workshops, and so on and so forth. Even the, the displacement of my work and some exhibition, and my local community and some other galleries, you know. So I said to myself, I'll just keep it and see what happens. I find it very interesting, actually, because I'm, when I was at school, I wasn't too keen about art. But I have this, I have the, um, a bit of, of the bit of flair in it, like drawing and so on and so forth. I never knew I see I had it in me. You know, the, I just had to tap the, the, you know, the flair. So that's, I'm very, I'm very, very, music was my main essential, you know, because I could sort of look at some certain songs and just stop singing a lot, learning by heart, just like that, you know. But not art, not writing, um, drawing and so on and so forth. So very, very, very interesting, actually. Naturally, I know I'm very creative, you know, so actually in music, another one, another field, other place, other things, actually, so... Um, and actually socialising music, that's my main, main Okay, and my main purpose there's a question I want to ask, but we'll sort of hold on to it, that's is right. whether technical prowess, so being good at something, means that you're creative. So ha- let's just hold that thought yes. a second. Um, Malcolm, do you, would you say you're a creative a creative person? Would you say you're a creative person? Can I answer the question you just threw out? Yeah, uh, yeah, if you want to. If, um, if you speak into the mic a bit. because um, uh, you're technically good at something, does that make you... Creative. Yeah. Uh, my answer would be no, not necessarily. On the other hand, it could be that, you're, that it's, it's being creative. Um, there are people in history that are technically incredibly good at, at certain things, and other people might call them quite evil for being technically good at certain things. So it doesn't necessarily be, um, mean uh, creativity. Uh, my idea of create, being creative anyway is it's probably fairly narrow, really, because it's a bit like a, like a cliché. Um, the cliche of oh we're all born with a creative instinct mm. and in actual fact I dispense with that because it's what happens afterwards that's really interesting um, right. I, I really don't know whether 100% whether a child is a, a, a fetus is creative when it's born or not I suspect it is but I have no idea uh, but I do know or do feel very strongly that all all children are out there being creative all the time. And I think for much of the time, we miss it. I think we miss it because parents are busy uh, looking after them, bringing them up, et cetera, et cetera. If you're, if, if you're in a position of actually not being in a family and just always just observing kids um, without anything surrounding them, even the dangerous things they do are all creative. Practically everything, it seems to be, as a child is growing up and exploring and finding out, and querying, and questioning, and challenging, uh, is creative. Just watch a child walking down the street with their parents. The configuration of how they get from A to B is a creative design, as far as I'm concerned. Um, They walk creatively, they stop and do things creatively. Um, That's the, for me, that's the first stage of all people are creative. From then on in, things begin to change for all sorts of other reasons, which I'm sure we'll get to. So at what point does that stop? Well, it's not a question of stopping. It happens, I believe, anyway, that different things... I I, I try to stop here so that you could pass this on to someone else, but but I'll I'll gladly carry on. Um, Different things get in the way. Uh, bad parenting gets in the way. Lack of lack of um, uh, um, uh, um, um, not lack of instinct. Lack, lack of being promoted. Lack of um, being helped. Lack of lack of all sorts of things prevents that being continued. Like an education, if you're not prompted or uh, uh, opportunities. opportunities. Yeah, all, all sorts of things get in the way. So it so it changes that. That doesn't mean to say it gets lost, but it does mean that it becomes harder for that kid to actually express their creativity. But if they come across the right mentor, they have right sort of um, conditions for um, um, meeting people, very easily it can come back again. But for a lot of unfortunate children uh, that are either unlucky in life or don't have an education where creativity is promoted or parents that are not interested, it will take them possibly much longer. But nevertheless, I don't think it ever gets stopped. 
I think it's always there. It's a question of promoting it and allow it to come out again. And you need adults and people with a brain to actually recognise that and allow kids the freedom as adults that they expressed when they were kids, but in a more, going back to the word you used earlier, so they can use technique as well as being creative as they get older. Right, OK. Um, I think let's hold on to that as well because I think that's a really good point and there's something about ki almost like you, you hear it like, oh, that school killed my creativity. It's like dampened it and some, some systems kind of take it out of you and, and then you have to kind of find it again. So I think that does happen. Quite I think all sorts of things take yeah. it out of you yeah. or, or, don't de or don't deliver it or don't show you, don't encourage yeah. you, don't tell you, follow this road. I mean, you know, go down the yellow brick road. No, no, don't, don't go there, that's dangerous. So you, it, that's put off for another year, you know. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Antonia, would you say you're a creative person? Are you, are you uh, yes, I, I would say that, that I am a creative person, but I, I will relate this to my culture uh, because when you're growing up, the, your parents mostly, they, they have this perception that you have to be a lawyer or a doctor or somebody or whatever. And if you're artistic, they don't think that is a job. <laughs> Even yeah. being a journalist, they didn't think it's a job. What do you want to do? It's, it's, it's like footloose and fancy free. You go and you talk to people. That's not a job. It has to be something concrete. And I was looking at the meaning of uh, creativity. It says the use of imagination or original ideas to create something, to be inventive. You know, and adults... You know, when we talk about creative adults, it's the child in them that survive. Because it's from what Michael is saying, it's intrinsically inside of us to be creative. He says, and the prime example of this man you told us about, that he, he thought he was going to be a boxer, something happened. But in the end, he's still using that experience to the, you know, to teach other people through his own experience. Whatever is in you, that's the only thing you can bring out, you know? And the environment has got a lot to do with it. The, it can stunt your growth. It can, it, it can create, I mean, it can kill the creativity inside of you if you are not in the right environment. But it will not die it can lay dormant, and it, it, it will still be there until something energizes and bring it up again. And you will see that, you know, you will flourish. If you are right-handed or left-handed, in my culture, they, they think you are you're demonic. And you see a lot of, yeah, they will if think something yeah. Is, yeah. is wrong with you. And most of people that are very, very famous, they're creative, they use their left hand. Look at what Einstein said. He said, creativity is the intelligence having fun. And Pablo Picasso said, the chief enemy of creativity is good sense. So, <laughs> is good sense. Pablo Picasso and uh, uh, um, Maya Analogo, who is a, 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 a writer, said you cannot use up creativity. It's always there. You know, the more you use it, the more you have. You know, so I look at something like wanting to swim, and you see people want to swim, and they will tell you, they put the fear of God in you that if you go to swim, you will die. You will drown. <laughs> And lots of people in my culture, they didn't. They never come near water because of what they had. And that, maybe they could have been the greatest swimmer. Like, you know... I, I can't swim. You were. Yeah, I, I, you <laughs> but know, you if, have the opportunity. If like, I was encouraged, I'd, like, I'd have won no, races no, say, by now. You, you had know. the opportunity to be able to Olympics for me. You see, so all those people who became some... Somebody when Picasso, uh, I mean when uh, we, the one who did who painted um, sunflower. Oh, Van Gogh. Yeah, they yeah, thought yeah. you know. Look at all these crazy people. Nice but geezer. look at the things, the legacy that they left. 
you know, yes, creativity is part of our DNA. We have been given something to do. And, and we, if in us, at certain time of our life, that creativity will, will emerge, will come. Thank you. That's, uh, I'd like to, yeah, it would be interesting to find out whether that creativity has, there's been a resurgence or a rediscovery of something in, in, in somebody in a minute. Um, I just want to keep going around the table. Sasha, how about you? Do, do you think you, have you been, has your creativity been nurtured? Are you a creative person, would you say? I'm not, I mean, I'm sure I, I am creative but like everyone's been saying creativity is something that everyone has mm. somewhere so and I think sometimes calling yourself a creative especially these days it comes it's quite loaded word mm. and it comes with a lot of stereotypes about the type of person you are but I agree with uh, with Antonia about um, and with Malcolm about how I think in order to be creative you need that childish sense of imagination. Mm -hmm. Children make up games all the time. Mm -hmm. Like you're saying, the way they walk, they're trying out new things the entire time. You need that imagination and you need that letting go and you need that sense of play, which the older you get, you, I think you just lose more and more because mm -hmm. you're not in those environments which nurture mm. that play. Because Especially it's dangerous if you carry on. Because well, kids do it. Well, kids do it spontaneously. <laughs> yeah. We can't do it spontaneously because people will frown at us and look down on yeah, us. Yeah, and, and there's also, I think, an overthinking as well. Yes, that comes absolutely. As you get older, because you have more responsibilities yeah. and because you are more self-aware and you're in a society where you mm. have to act a certain way and you have a job when you go into an office. Sure. Mm. Um, which is definitely not the most conducive environment no. to creativity. So I do think it's hard when you have these painters like Picasso and Van Gogh, how, how, they, how did they nurture that? Because mm. you do need that, that sense of play, which you just mm. don't get if you turn up to a grey office every single day. Yeah, and I think it takes some courage, um, yes. in a way, to just make that decision and say, you know, I'm, I'm, I am just going to let myself paint or I'm mm. just, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go and sit in an office. I'm going to paint. I will yeah. be a painter. And that does take, you know, either... Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a difficult... I mean, some people say they just have to do it and it's not a choice and they just can't do anything else. But, you know, there's always society around you saying this isn't you know you can't spend your life doing this like what are you doing um so yeah it's 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 an interesting I, I think a younger generation are taking those risks much more today rather like the equivalent one could say uh, or, or of students in the 60s just dropping out mm. now they didn't follow it through nevertheless there is a similarity that they dropped out to do creative things, but mm. then, then they ended up living in the suburbs and getting a mortgage and having <laughs> 2.5 kids. And you lot may do exactly the same, but the point is, keep trying. Yeah, and, but it's also, I do think these days, that there's that, that more people are taking risks maybe, but there is, it's, the environment is less conducive to yeah. creativity because you have to pay so much to go to university. Yes, of go course. to art school where so many great bands came out of. Yes. Now you have to pay tens of thousands of pounds yeah. to even be in that place and there's no funding for the arts and yeah. for culture and like you were saying you see it does take courage to like almost like fight for the value of yeah. that stuff because it is so important but it gets lost in amongst the mm. you have to be a lawyer you have to be yeah. a, a scientist yeah. I've got a half a ticket stub and I write notes down because I get stimulated sitting around this table so I'm with the magpie creative mind that I have, I'm just going to throw a few ideas out and some responses. Um, I was thinking about what is creativity, and I'm glad, Sasha, you mentioned play and child behavior, because ch children are innately creative. I think that's partly about openness. It's about uh, curiosity and discovery and about risk. I think all those things are involved in, in some kind of creative act most of the time. Um, some particular incidents, uh, opportunity is, a, is, is an important thing for me, and sometimes you have to seek it out. And maybe, maybe that's a creative act, simply trying to find ways and means of fulfilling whatever you need to say or do. Um, I begged my parents for, uh, and this goes back to bad parenting. I'm not saying my parents were bad. They did the best they could. I wanted piano lessons so badly because, like, 
Char- Charles, I, was, I felt I was a very musical person and I've always had music in my life. I never got it. Now, it's never too late. Maybe it's too late to learn swimming, but I think, Malcolm, it isn't. But maybe it's never too late to learn piano or to try things out. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, a professional writer. I'm a critic. And the thing that hasn't been brought up yet is, is talent and all of that stuff. And I'm not saying that I'm the final arbiter of anybody's <laughs> talent or, or the gate. I mean, I am a kind of cultural gatekeeper. But, but all that is quite subjective. Uh, a couple of other things. I remember in school, um, in a painting class, I painted a, a portrait of a tiger based on a photograph. And the teacher said, oh, those eyes are all wrong. And what I had done deliberately was I made the eyes stand out. And she wanted realism. I didn't want realism. I wanted magic, you know, like, like Blanche Dubois on Streetcar. Um, so, so there's that. Left hand, uh, I've got a painter friend who, who is uh, one of the most creative people I know, however you measure that, named Lilia Pegadu. And she, she, she is right-handed, but she often paints either in a mirror or with her left hand because she wants to use other parts of her brain. And I think there's... I'm not a neurosurgeon or a brain scientist, but there's all this stuff in the brain that we know nothing about and we're not using enough of, and I think that's where creativity comes into play. Um, Can can I go in just a little bit more? Yeah, keep going. Um, uh, Besides limitations, uh, and, and, you know, I want to do something, but I need some sort of structure, I think there's a lot to be said for resistance, Mm. that when resistance arises, we find creative ways of working around it, overcoming it, tunneling under it just uh, i think resist and and we're living in a in a in a world right now where resistance is really important Mm -hmm. so creative ways to deal with with uh, a situation um i wonder if we can live creatively in the suburbs uh i think we can i just wanted to put in a plug for for you know because there are all sorts of pockets of creativity that uh, and and stories that people have that we know nothing about and then just maybe the last thing is um because you mentioned shopping malls in a department store the same department store in Minneapolis which is where I'm from there were two separate things that I did which I guess they were creative one is I organi- organized an easter egg hunt at, uh, in in winter uh for friends and I hid them in the furniture department and the store, I never asked permission. I just said, hey, let's go on an Easter egg hunt for pals of mine. And it was really fun. And then the other thing I did there with my daughter um, when she was probably about four or five or I don't know, something like that, I, I walked through the store with her and, and introduced her to all the mannequins and started talking to them. And, and she looked at me like I was really weird, but she was also kind of delighted. And, and I didn't plan on doing that necessarily. I just started doing it. Because I was with her, and and I wanted us to have fun, and I wanted us to have fun that wasn't conventional, perhaps. Do you remember any of their names? Did they have some sort of ca- no. characteristics? No, it was 30, 30 years ago. <laughs> I was making it up on the spot. Yeah. And that whole spontaneity thing is, is also part of creativity. Yeah. You're in the moment. What am I going to do? What's yeah, the next like step going to be? What's the next word going to be? So anyway, that's, that's enough for now. Yeah. I believe sincerely, if you are talented and gifted, come rain or shine, it will be made sometimes in the world. I'm talking from my perspective, mm. actually, because this art thing is still a mystery to me in a way, because I know I'm really musical, right from my childhood, I've always been, but the art thing is quite, um, I find it a bit amazing in myself. I surprise myself in a, in a way, because when I start drawing, I, well, I looked at it, and then, and then the painting and the coloring and everything. So. Well, I, do, I know opportunities will come by the right time. I surely have to the Lord. That's my belief. So, you know, that's it. But, but musically, so, so we, that's, that's that always, kind of, always been there. That kind so, of brings us back to this idea of, like, talent and creativity and how they sit, gifted, sit, yes, sit alongside each yes. other and whether you can be really creative but be not necessarily very talented at something. Can, yes. you, can you do something without and, and, and keep going once you've realized that you, you're not necessarily gifted or talented. Yes, of course you can. So of how, how does one do that? Some people need to. Yeah. Some people just need to continue. I mean, it's, it's like many of us um, don't particularly care too much about reality um, as long as we're okay and we're just going forward. Uh, but just, uh, and there is something else I'd like to say about the, the, the um, uh, being creative and not being very good because I do think that's an, 
wonderful area of discussion, to be honest, uh, and being, uh, for instance, uh, pretentiously creative. You know, that's another area of wonderful discussion, really, if we get into it. But just before that, if I could just I want to com come back on Donald, something that Donald said, which I think was about, um, uh, I think he picked up on when I mentioned suburbs. Um, being a middle class in the suburbs yeah. and, and, and dropping out, et cetera, et cetera. So to put my cards on the table, 100%. I think I can be creative both in the slums and in a mansion. So I wasn't make, I really no, wasn't I making a point about it. If you live in the suburbs, it's harder to be creative. Absolutely not. But I think going, uh, connecting with something that, that Sasha mentioned, and that is there is an area of, and of course I'm using, uh, I'm being unfair to, 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 to the suburbs and the middle classes, because it happens to anyone and anywhere. But whenever groups Careful get with together, the table, Malcolm. Either, either live together or, or, or work together, it seems to me, um, and they get to a point after, which I think Sasha mentioned earlier, you know, 20, 30 years in a job. You know, it's sort of back in my day, really, when I was younger. People didn't actually, their brains didn't think too much further because there was a sort of sense of um, uh, um, safety because you had your job for life. There was a sort of feeling of getting used to something, whether you liked it or not, it didn't matter. It wasn't going to be taken away as long as you stayed there and did whatever you liked. And all these things are creative killers, of course, in anything, in where you live or how you're brought up or, or, or how much money you have. There are things that are killers to creativity. That doesn't mean to say uh, that your, your inner creativity is no longer there. It's there all right. It really just takes Time people like the, 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 this extraordinary woman who... Uh, running this radio program uh, I, uh, to actually yeah. bring bring things out. It needs us, the rest of us, adults, to bring out creativity in people where it's been suppressed or kicked into the into the gutter. So that's that's also again, I, I would call part of that opportunity or being a catalyst for others, um, mm. and and also um, sometimes being to use a swimming analogy <laughs> to use a swimming analogy, oh. being thrown in the deep end that's exactly what happened into to the me. unknown. That's exactly what happened. Yes, you, you've got to in order to survive. <laughs> no, you've so got to swim. How am I going to swim? Except that, for, if, 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 no, that's a, it is a good analogy because in actual fact, that's exactly what happened to me. And of course, along the way, you know, from, from when I was whenever I was ten years old, six, sixty-five years later, um, I still have the fear because I never met anyone along the way I was either close enough to or enabled me enough or, 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 or said, actually, the only way you're going to overcome that if you don't have people around you to help you is go get therapy and get rid of that fear. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, if, if there's no one to help, then actually people need support. The mm -hmm. no swimming thing is a minor thing for me. But being creative as a child is growing up and developing, they should not take it do my route, and that is don't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, hopefully, um, hopefully, most kids get something done about it. If, if, even if it's parents that suppress their creativity, find it somewhere. And mine was a mentor. Mine was a teacher. Um, I mean, I was brought up in in, in the slums down in in, um, in Stepney. Um, <laughs> Oh, God, that sounds like a Monty Python sketch. I'm sorry. Uh, Keep going. <laughs> however, the person at school was, an, was, a, was a human being rather like some of you people around this table when I was a kid and, and realised, I assume they realised, that I could act. Um, and that was my route out of everything and my route of the only... For, the only pleasurable, stimulating job I've had in my life, and that was 30 years of being an actor. This only happened because someone else brought it out of me, um, and it's, I still retain it. Even though I don't do it, I retain it within me, and even without doing it, I, I gain pleasure. However, that brings me to what, what, what you originally said what, uh, that interested me, and that is, and it comes, I guess, from being an actor, and I'm sure you would recognise it in painters and you in writers, but not everyone is equally as good. Not everyone is equally as talented. Uh, there are some crap actors and some brilliant actors. There are some crap writers and some brilliant writers. What is the difference? What makes the difference? I think... Yeah, I think the main difference, you must have the talent and you must have the gift. These are the but two essential. what Malcolm was saying, that some people... Uh, manage to keep going and believe enough in themselves, even though other people are saying you're not necessarily talented. Oh, they, 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 they keep going and yeah. they've got that self-belief. I think that's some, part it's, of it as well. Exactly. There's a self-belief. You, you, must, you must be confident in yourself. Mm. You must know who you are. 
and keep carrying on and be guarded accordingly. Antonia. I think creativity, if you go in that line, I, I, I don't think you want to prove to anybody anything. You know, if it is in you, no matter how much opposition you have, it will pay dividend eventually because of that resilience that I go on. You That's know. very hard, though. It, it is hard, <laughs> but it, it is in, uh, uh, inside of us. If he said you can do all things, you know, you can do all things because what differentiates us from animal kingdom is because Great. of the thinking that we can, you know, be creative. And it, it, it is in our DNA. I got a friend who built a house back home and he put a, a swimming pool in it <laughs> and cannot swim. And, every, and, and the grandchildren and the children, they go on and they swim like fish. And she, he built the house and he's sitting down there. And one day he said to himself, I am going to know how to swim. You know, at the age of 69, he went to learn how to swim. That's one thing for you. <laughs> and now he can swim. Yeah. He said for, for years he was looking at this. They will clean and he will see. And he said, what is stopping you? Just like what they be, he's been told that if you go near the water, you will die. You will drown. Okay. That is what they always say. But at the age of 69, he decided. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's always dormant. It's innate in you, intrinsically, to be creative. But isn't that more of a need? It is not a need. It, I mean, I, know, I don't have a need where, to learn where, to swim. Where the, the, need you know. is, the need is there. He created that need. It could, it could yeah. easy, but That's true. Know. If you build but, a but, swimming pool... But if I created yeah. my need, I would feel totally artificial. But, but, because I don't well, want to create a need. No, I just want a need. Well, uh, what I'm saying is that he could say... I don't want to learn. I, I'm too old for it. <laughs> but he did not say that. Okay. And it is the creativity that is inside okay. of him yep. that brought that up. Never too late. <laughs> and I know this is about creativity, not about swimming. But I did almost drown in a suburban swimming pool. <laughs> I just have to throw that in. I, I feel like that's happened to me many times, but more in a metaphorical way. <laughs> but, but, but what I also wanted to say is fear. Um, so... Uh, Andre Previn, the, the composer and, and conductor and et cetera, et cetera, he worked for 20-some years in Hollywood and, and, and writing great film scores, terrific film scores, workable film scores, learning a lot, having a great time. And then he decided to be a conductor, and he'd, and he'd been a jazz musician as well. But what I really... I just read this book that he wrote about his Hollywood years, and he said the reason he switched to conducting was because it scared him. Mm. And I think fear... Mm-hmm. Fear and failure are great motivators, yes. and 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 I think cre- uh, failure underpins all of life, but it underpins creativity. You know, I might I, there's a risk, there's something I want to learn or discover. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to try and be creative. Oh, it failed! You know, h- however you measure failure, how do you measure success? It's th- th- that's Previn, an undercurrent. This, this all led up to working with Morecambe and Wise, mm. surely. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the pinnacle. <laughs> I, I have another, you know, I, I, I have never done this, putting down things and, and I, I, I always leave whatever you, you ask us to come and discuss. I, I say, let it just come into my head, whatever. But this time, I went to research it to write something down. Creativity is inventing experience, experiences. Growing, taking risks, breaking rules, making mistakes, and having fun. I love that, having fun. Oh. It's somebody, it's a called Luke Cook or something. I just put that down because it is, just remember when you were little. Ordinary going in the puddle and just splashing and doing something. And you know that when you get back home, you're going to have some rollicking because you're, you're muddy. But you still did it. You know, and just do it. It's having fun. It's it's just going out of the box and saying, you know, Mm. I I, I, I don't want to. I will just put something down. (laughs) Look at all this. We go to the museum. We see paintings, and and they pay millions of pounds for it. 
But in their day, they thought it was crap. They thought it yep. was rubbish. Yep. I think we're in danger. Y you we're, know. Uh, we're in danger a little bit, I think, of um, just, just generally in sort of over overthinking even the very word creativity really and I'm not and Tony I, I nearly agree with you a hundred percent except for just one tiny thing which I what? just don't feel and that is that I don't personally necessarily think that creativity has to be about fun ah, I, that's I, don't, I don't see that necessarily that's got to be there if some I'm, it can I'm be quite, quite painful convinced. perhaps Sorry? it could be quite a painful process well, absolutely uh, well, which is really it's not always fun sometimes you have to actually go through certain things it's like going through a certain level of anxiety almost mm. that when you get to the other end and you have a sense of freedom you haven't necessarily experienced fun maybe achievement or a sense of elation or a sense of stimulation but mm. not necessarily it could be that I'm against the bloody word fun anyway it's a bit, <laughs> I think of the word fun in the same I way as I think of the word nice uh, okay. now, what's nice? I don't know you see what you have just said yeah. about you said about people dropping out in the 60s yeah. or 70s you know and it, it, it's, it's, a, it's something that is shameful that you drop out now we have a fanciful word I'm taking a sabbatical, or I'm taking a gap year, uh -huh. and I'm going. And people say, wow, uh, wow. you're going to Thailand, you're going to this again. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it's changing. Yeah. That is the sort yeah, of yeah. thing I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. You, oh, okay. you know, times yeah. have changed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you drop out in the six, when I first came here, it's no, no. You are a failure. How could you drop out? Yeah. Mm. You come all the way from. But now, my, my granddaughter, she's 20, she's second year. And she said, the third year, I'm taking a, a gap year. Mm -hmm. And she got a, a job in British Airways, and she's loving it. And now they are helping her to, you know, to finish that. You see, it, times have changed. Mm -hmm. What we are, when children draw, my grandchildren, they would say, what do you think? I say, it's beautiful. It, when I was younger, I say, what sort of nonsense is that? <laughs> because that is how I've been brought up. You understand? That's no. what, how I, what nonsense is that? No, that is not. You're scrolling something. But you see, the perception of that word is changed. It's evolved. It's moved on. And we have to be realistic. Yes, it's, it's, it's ruling the day. You know, you look at somebody just staying in their room and become a billionaire. I cannot see anything creativity, creative that, uh, you know, what is his name? Uh, Gates. Not Bill Gates. Bill Happy Gates. Gates. The, 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 um, what is the one that the young man... Zuckerberg? Who, Facebook. Zuckerberg. 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 Who, what did, has he created? No. <laughs> <laughs> what has he... But, you know, people are using it. People are, are, are communicating. We're sitting here and talking. Yes, it is fun. To know is he is scary, is is it can be painful, but there is still some. That's what we live on, you know. But it can be hard work as well. Uh, yeah, exactly. and there yeah. are other factors. I mean, Not Martin Zuckerberg so was at a very expensive university, which he could afford to go to and be mm. be in that environment. And like you were saying earlier about talent versus creativity and having someone like a mentor recognize that mm. and yes you do have to have self-belief but i think that can only get you so far like the taking risks and being courageous and all that those are very admirable qualities mm. but i think it's very hard to just go on that you need well personally anyway i think i need someone to not recognize it every single day but like there'd be some sort of uh sort of a bit of uplifting or recognition. a bit of recognition yeah, yeah because otherwise you're just sort of stumbling in the dark and and if you yeah. don't get any sort of recognition you begin to doubt yourself exactly mm. and yes. i'm sure that like um, there are some people who have a, a big enough ego who can just sort of go on their self-belief yes. and yes. they make great things but, but not everyone has that but sometimes i find from having interviewed artists etc etc and observed that people are, that ego is a bluff. I'm bluff all the time <laughs> as a journalist. I mean, I, I don't know everything. In fact, I keep on doing this, this, this stuff that I do because I don't know things. And it's what I, what I want to continue to find out. And putting myself 
in unfamiliar situations and, and getting out of the gray, you know, never having worked in a gray office, mm. I don't know what that is, but maybe it would be quite interesting to be there for a while yeah. and watch and see what I see and maybe it would, I would find it strangely stimulating because it's a world I don't know. It's places I don't know and people I don't know and outlets and perspectives mm. that help keep me fresh and creative, I think. I see that you, you really, you just, you just brought up at something which is really the one thing the one thing that actually hasn't been mentioned by any of us, but you have, you've mentioned it by not mentioning it actually, I think, and that is, you're talking about character. The way you went about, you go about your creativity is, is as much to do with who you are and your character as anything else. And the same goes for you, Sasha, and the same goes, it's, uh, much of it is to do with character, which is why some people are able to continue what, and other people want to continue, but it's character, not necessarily luck or, or, or people promoting them, but actually character can hold us back from doing certain things. It really does depend. If you have, you can be both creative, two people, let's say, are both equally creative. They both have the same amount of luck. They both get the same opportunities. One of them has a character which is a bit bold, rather confident in themselves, and just goes for it. And if they get knocked sideways, they'll continue because they have belief in themselves. The other person, who actually is the same sort of, you know, all the same things, except the only difference being character. Now, they may get to that point where they too have that opportunity, but if they get knocked sideways, and there isn't some sort of um, supportive mechanism to do with either character or something else, they will not go as far, even if they're as creative. I, I did, this, this reminds me, of thinking of a, a woman who lived in Oxford, a choreographer, performer, um, live artist, and she, she died a few years ago of cancer. When I had no to low budget um, performance uh, curation uh, in, a, in a Kentish town pub, I met her uh, beforehand and she was so not confident that I was determined that I was going to present that woman's work. I don't know why. Right. It wasn't just her lack of confidence. I think I had some instinct, instinct yeah. for for her, for her character. Yeah, yeah. And that she was almost cutting herself down. And I just thought, no, I'm going I'm going to prove to her. Or and that sounds very, you know, uppity of me. But I just thought she she needs this opportunity, and I'm going to give it to her if she wants it. You're, presenting, and she you're did. presenting something to her. Yeah, and that's she, what you're doing. She did this unforgettable solo where she was under a shag rug for yes. most of the performance, yes. and things were stirring underneath. Sure. But I I, I love that I I listened to that little voice inside, whatever kind of voice it was inside me that said, I, I want Anna Barbour to have sure. this this chance to do something. Sure. And so anyway, but, but that is what what human spirit is all about. You know, you can only give in there, you see something that you know that, though the person cannot recognize it themselves, but you saw it. You have that insight that you got. And you, you steadfastly, you promoted it. And, and both of you had a, a good result because you were right that I didn't give up, and she was able to step up and be what she should be. That is the spirit of, of, of what is in, inside of us. It can never die, you know, if whether people promote you or not. Yes, it can be a slog. It can be hard working because what people don't recognize it, but that doesn't mean that if you have it, that human spirit, that, that resilience, you will continue whether post, you know, after that person is gone, they will still recognize it. And is we're talking about, when we talk of creativity, I will put it synonymously with legacy. What you leave, you know, it's always bringing something, a map of, a, a, how can I put it? You always leave something behind. Something that that people will recognize, whether they, they recognize it when somebody is alive or not, you know that creativity will ne not because it's what is being put inside of us. We we have to be creative, we have to be inventive, we have to 
to put, leave a mark in this irrespective it can be little it, it can people have gone and they're still talking about them whether in good or bad but antonia i think that's quite a small percentage if you think about the kind of global population and the things that have you know i i don't i'm i'm not sure whether everybody leaves some sort of mark on this like some there are very you know some people do but i don't i don't know if we all do and if we all did what would that be well, you know right i i will answer that you see it, it might not be globally mm. take a family you will hear that this lady was a matriarch he was he really brought you know the family together irrespective of what was happening hardship and everything but this person in that family they will still remember that person that ah this lady did this <laughs> yeah. you understand what I yeah. mean that is it why did she go on you know throughout the the, the the everything that they went through but this person was steadfast and do you think that that is a creative act being oh, a oh yes you see, it, you see you for you to be able to be able to stand and do what you have to against all odds, it's it, it. I don't know how you define creativity. Right. Well, that's you know that's you the see, question. That's I just brought it on that level. Yeah. About about it, forget about Mrs. Thatcher, Mrs. May, and all of them. But in our own lives, who can you say that? It, 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 Forget you can use inventiveness, you can make resilience for that creativity. You can use other words for it. Mm, what brings that? What brings it out? Uh, that reminds me of something now. As I was growing up, mm -hmm. a typical example. You see, you, in, my, in, this, in the school curriculum, you have to solve certain subjects in order for you to either arts, commerce, or science. I had to still talk this with my. I was, I was brought up by my grandmother. So, well, your dad a lawyer, my mom nurse. So you have to go into the science world. You have to go into the science world. But it wasn't. I was very good in arts. I was very good in science, but arts much more into arts. What I found out actually, from my point of view, if it wasn't my grandmother, I don't think I'll be here today because um, she you know she instilled that toughness in me. Just focus on academic, because generally, oh, you have to be a doctor. Your dad was a doctor, or you have to be a lawyer. That, that was a lawyer, and so forth. This doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Sometimes things changes accordingly. I know I'm gifted generally. But, but you can be a creative lawyer. I know, but I know I'm gifted. I, I know myself, you know, as I was growing up. Because sometimes when you put a record on, within that same trend, I could just recite the record, recite the, the lyrics accordingly. And I could compose songs, either with or without. I've got that imagination, everything. So that's still in me. I know, I know so I can bring up that up any time. As for sitting, I can just compose songs. Mm -hmm. I've been doing that from really young. So I have all these things. But see, I have the feeling, as time goes on, everything will research accordingly. I certainly want to know. That's my belief. Well, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Um continue with that thought yep. in a way so often I think Donald you've probably found this when you've talked to interviewed or talked to creative people um, in, in the arts that often people talk about something coming from somewhere else and just coming through them and they just have to really yes they are a channel for something and people talk about that all the time and it's such an interesting concept that you know this idea or this I don't know, it could be this painting, this novel, this idea, whatever whatever they're doing has come from and they don't they can't quite understand where it's come from. I didn't paint that, it painted me or, or yeah. it painted yeah. itself. Yeah, and so what is that? You know, that's an interesting and we see that so often, um, and you know, it's 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 a common kind of thing that people talk about that, that they are this channel for this kind of creative process that sure. Um, and you know, yes, we could call it some sort of divinity, or we could call it, you know, sometimes inspiration. Sometimes yeah. instincts. I talk from my experience actually when I'm composing songs generally. Sometimes in the mornings, I just sit down as I'm composing different songs, gospel, 
R&B and so on so forth. And then send it to churches and so on. And some of people. Sometimes the evenings, I just sit down and start composing. And it just comes to you. It just, just gets like, mm. no? It's so elusive. Yeah. It? yeah. And it's endlessly fascinating. There are so many programs. I've just been making one with, which is all about creative process. Um, and it's different, but there's also so many similarities in between them. And like I was saying, it's, it, it either comes, well, most of the time, it seems to come from a, an unknown place, almost. And they, they have to... Also, it's, I think it's a lot about expression as well. So I uh, just made this program with a pianist, and she said she, when she was younger, she couldn't really communicate with words, music, because sitting at the piano for hours on end was how she did it. So that was a sort of medium by which she could express herself and communicate. But it's interesting, why was it the piano for her, particularly? Was it because her mum was a pianist? Or, or why is it writing for some people? Is it because they grew up around books and around teacher parents or what is it? It's, it's probably a and then it's really mysterious when people have, you know, find a creative channel that has nothing to do with their upbringing, the people around them. They've just, it's just come from seemingly nowhere and you're just like, how, you know, how has this happened? Because you can kind of understand if your mum's a pianist, then obviously there's a piano in the house, so that's going to be your language. But if you've had no access to something and suddenly that becomes your language, that's really Could it be that sometimes, um, um, and, and the analogy it points to tipping your blind, suddenly your hearing is much better than someone that, 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 you're, the that you're compensating for something that's been repressed? Possibly, yeah. Um, but but I, I personally, to be honest, without putting a damper on it, because that happens to such a minority of people in the universe, it interests me less. Right. It interests me more is creativity in relation to people of Sasha's age and at her point in life, i.e. being an assistant producer um, in a creative profession, and she's now deciding for her own personal reasons, which I'm sure she'll explain in a minute when I finish rabbiting, where she goes next. Because where she goes next, it really goes into the, um, what? It goes into the unknown. It goes into the void of exploration and either hey the flower blooms in later life or the big boot of monty python comes down and <laughs> squashes on her head <laughs> let us know Sasha. Where are you? Uh, well that'll have to be a tbc <laughs> maybe in the next uh, six months that yeah. program oh, right. <laughs> but like lucy was saying i think it, it, it does require a lot of courage yes. and i'm almost i'm being forced to try something else uh -huh. and get out of where i've been two years so in a way I've, I've had I've had it almost forced upon me in a way but I've also wanted to do it yes but making that leap is almost easier because yes. there's a deadline absolutely and like you were also saying earlier about having those constrictions on having a brief having somewhere to go I think for creativity it needs those, those structures I mean I, I know personally that without boundaries and a brief I'm totally lost I can't just be create. I can't. I can't. It just doesn't work for me, and that's across the board for everything. It's something that I've discovered that I always, you know, I need, and that means either creating those for myself or asking somebody else to, you know, put those boundaries up for me. But without them, I am. So you mean you need a structure to I be need, creative? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But, but isn't that going back to something we were talking about to do a character? Yes. Some people actually don't need yeah. that structure. Yeah. It, it confines them. Whereas other yeah. people do need that structure. Absolutely. And they can both reach the same place, but yeah. they're just going by a different route. And that seems to me the same as actors, musicians, painters, or, or writers. Yeah. Um, really. Yeah. Uh, another word I'd like to throw out is motivation. Mm. Because why do I want to do what I want to do? What does it matter? What? Why am I... I'm asking myself that all the time. And, and doubt. I really love, I love failure. I love doubt. Doubt is a motivator. If I'm not sure about something, I may actually want to go toward it because I'm unsure about it. Uh, so, and, and some of us around the table are, are, are of a certain age where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of the, 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 there's less sand in my hourglass. So I want to spend that time wisely and well. So I'm asking myself, well, why, why do I want to do this thing now at this point in my life? What need? Is it going to fulfill? Why do I want to get up on stage and do stuff after you know, seeing a lot of work? 
because I want to put myself in a scary place. And I want to see if I if I fall on my face or if I rise like a phoenix or rise like something, you know, and can can have an impact. Uh, so anyway, I don't know if anybody else is going yes, to be reinvented. Reinvented. Yeah. You see, I risk you have to take, and I still go back from, from, from. You said, what do, why do I want to put myself through, through this? What do I need it for? But you still want to do it. The, 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 the individuality in us, it, it give us that, that, that scope to be able to say whatever. You see people, I went to, uh, what, where is it? The Barbican. Somebody invited me for a graduation. And I see young, young people, thousands of them. But among them, there were eighty people of my age group, maybe 60 something, with degree. And I'm saying, that motivated me to say, well, you have to go back again and go and study. Because to see them going and taking, that, they took risk. And it, when you see their faces, they were so happy to to get their what you call it and they come with with spring in their step you know with their with their stick because they've done something it is inside inside of us that creativity whatever you want to call it the flame the, 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 uh, you know the, what is being deposited inside of us has to come up and then partly learning or, or the challenge yes, it, uh, putting exactly, yourself in the challenge exactly you know, uh, Lucia's talk about boundaries. It, it works for some people that they have to have that structure. But somebody can just wake up and say, I like what it says, Eureka, I have found it and started, you know, and doing something. I, I, I think our, the, the, our brain is, is, you cannot put it in a box. It's, it's so, you, it metastasizes itself every day every day if we want it if we let it if we let i look at my grandchildren and i'm saying to myself wow what comes out of their mouth i'm saying how do they get this at that age six years of age and there's wisdom in it but is that also not because to go back to the word I used before, discovery. Um, yeah. I remember reading a book about how to keep your life fresh or something, you know, one of those self-help books. And it said, walk down a street that you know very well, that you're familiar with, but think you're an alien. You've never been on this street before. Everything is new. And exactly. and if that could, you know, if maybe if more people every day thought everything was new, what kind of a world would we create? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm sort of mocking that, but I'm also... Putting, putting it forth as an idea to keep things fresh. Yeah, I mean, I did um, one year as my New Year's resolution, I decided that every day, every single day, I would do something that I'd never done before, whether it be try a new food, go down a new street, something. And it's fun because it's like a, it's a personal challenge. And sometimes it's really, and we realize how in, we get into these routines of, and, and you slip into this routine and your week's gone, your month's gone, your year's gone, and you're like, oh my God, I've just been doing the same thing over and over again, and that's really depressing. And, and maybe routine and stagnation, that that's, they're anti-creative. I think they are, yeah. yeah. And, and the known and the familiar, because I think you can, you can, you know, wash your dishes by hand at home creatively, you can sweep a street creatively, you can do anything. That's why tea ceremonies in the, and I had the privilege of going to Korea, and, and the beauty of the tea ceremony, it's pouring tea, but it's, it's, it's a ritual, and it has meaning, and, and it has an aesthetic, and that to me is a creative way of pouring tea, and I, I don't do that very much, because I'm rushing around, but maybe, maybe when I'm filling up the kettle, Maybe that's a creative act in a way, or it could be, or it depends what I'm, what I'm using, how I'm using my brain to do the thing that I do. We, we're, um, we're also talking about creativity in two different ways, aren't we? We're talking yeah. about, at some point, uh, creativity as human beings in our lives, generally. Um, but we're also, at times, talking about creativity within a profession, Yeah. really. Yeah. And I, I think we also must have... Um, be really sort of non-creative here by introducing two words which are incredibly uncreative, but actually I think realistically apply to anyone in a profession that's trying to be creative. 
we, mu we mustn't forget it because it's a reality. One is luck, yeah. and the other one is timing. Sure. And I think without those two about, things, yeah. it makes things much harder. That's more to do with success, though, whether your creativity creates a sort of the end result becomes is successful it relies on luck and timing rather than your along the way oh along the way right yeah yes. yeah like in, like in life yeah same thing sure. happens in a profession except that if you're being creative within a profession and luck is against you all the time and bad timing is against you a lot of the time makes it makes it much more difficult to reach your goal yeah. So is being in the right place at the right time creative as well? If they're I'm meeting the right people. It could be made to be creative. It could if, be. If you we, we have to wrap up because um, things are getting quite chaotic and I think uh, they need to use this room. Uh, but let's just, uh, last kind of few words from yep. everyone. When I, I always tell you, you know, I wanted to go back to what Sanjay said about something just come and, and you do not know how it comes. I know there are skeptics on this table who don't believe in anything, you know, the supernatural or something. But that is inside of us, you know. It, 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 it's, you cannot describe it and you cannot understand it, but it exists. He said the things that you see is not something sometimes that transpires, you know. So I don't know how you explain that. That, you know, but it's tied with creativity. Yep. It's tied with creativity. That something just come, and and if you pursue it, it will, you know, and see it to the end, you will say, wow. Well, yeah, that, that, I believe for in that. It may be his fairy tale, maybe it's something, <laughs> but I believe in for, that. For, for, I believe in it. For example, when I'm composing songs, my belief is, I'm inspiring people. I do that and healing people. And I'm trying to engage people accordingly. That's, you know, I, I think it's something in me. It's a lot of being. So that's it, huh? Last word from anyone else? I think creativity is a mystery and let's respect yes. it and cultivate it. And it's, <laughs> and it's interesting, isn't it, in terms of the human psyche? The original question you asked right at the beginning of this program was do you Creative. And no one has really answered that question. Well, let's all say yes. Yes! 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 Yes!